Hey there, Streakers. Hopefully you are having a fantastic Monday. It is Labor Day in the United States. Wherever you are in the world, that is a basically a day off of work for anyone in the United States. A little holiday. I have been reading a book as part of a streak, which is to read at least a paragraph in a fiction book at least one time every day. I had not had this streak previously. I had read a paragraph in a nonfiction book, at least one paragraph, and that was going along very well. However, I was finding that I wasn't getting to the reading that was a little bit more light and interest and fun, entertaining. And so I decided to set a streak to read at least one paragraph in a fiction book. And it has been a lot of fun. I've read a lot of books. Currently, I'm on a whole bunch of Sanderson uh, novels. This one is part of his Kickstarter campaign. Now, if you have not looked at his Kickstarter campaign or know anything about it, it was absolutely amazing. $40 million is what he raised, crowdsourced. Basically, he looked at it as a way to upset the publishing world. And he did it in quite the unique and novel way. He announced after the pandemic had subsided that he had been lying to everyone. He did this via YouTube channel, his YouTube channel, <clears throat> Dragon Steel. And he said that he had to come clean. And what we thought was something that re was I, I, one of his novels. He, he wasn't really the writer. I don't know. There was a whole bunch of things that we could have thought. What he said was that he had been writing during the pandemic and he produced four novels. Now, he'd been reading, writing at least 500 pages a day. So his streak, his laughably small, a little bit different than my laughably small. He's a professional writer. I am a wannabe writer. And as, as you look at his streak of writing at least 500 words every day as his base, that gave him the opportunity to write four different novels. One of those novels I'm reading right now, which is The Frugal Wizard's Handbook for Surviving Middle Medieval England. And I thought this was really kind of cool. One of the, uh, one of the let's put it this way, the handbook is dispersed throughout the book. I'm not going to give the book away. If you're interested in reading it, you ought to go out there, purchase it, take a look. But I am going to read a little excerpt from The Wizard's Handbook. And... It, it caught my attention and it's rather inspiring. So just to give you a little bit of what this is, just so you have an idea, in the book he talks about dimensional travel, being able to travel through or to a dimension in a previous period of time. Now, with that as a little bit of a backdrop, there is a handbook called The Wizard's Handbook that is used to help you get through your dimensional travel. And there's a cool story behind it and a, a, whole, a whole cast of characters that make it a lot of fun. In The Wizard's Handbook, it says this. I'm going to quote. This is from the book. In the life you now live, you might think yourself unaccomplished, stuck in a rut. You might mourn at how little you've accomplished. But in the scope of the history of humankind, you are a god. The knowledge you hold from a simple high school education is vast compared to the comprehensive knowledge of some of the weightiest minds in history. You carry technological marvels that could literally topple kingdoms in your pocket, or perhaps embedded in your own body. Have you ever wanted to make a real impact in life? Change the world? Not in a pedantic, plant-a-tree sense, but in a literal, 
usher in the Renaissance sense, rule kingdoms, save millions of lives, alter the course of history, or simply be renowned for your incalculable knowledge? The more I've studied history, the more I've realized the grand achievements aren't so much about aptitude as about timing. Just as nature abhors a vacuum, history will fill important roles with the people it has available. We credit the Wright brothers with being the first to fly, but the truth is a dozen others were on their heels. Someone would have done it if they hadn't. Your physics class might have taught you that Einstein invented E equals MC squared, but conduct a surface level investigation and you'll find the idea of mass energy equivalence was built upon the backs of dozens of scientists all working simultaneously. Einstein was simply the best with pithy notations. In short, the Beatles didn't invent modern rock. Modern rock invented the Beatles. Your life isn't unremarkable. You are merely living in the wrong time. Find your perfect dimension, embrace your destiny, whether it be to bring Promethean light or exert relentless domination and travel the dimensions. Become a wizard. Isn't that interesting? As I read that, I just thought about everything that we now know, high school education, all the way through college, the different levels of information we have through the internet, and all of that available at our fingertips. And you take that and go back 200 years or 400 years, and now you armed with that knowledge, you have amazing opportunity because of the knowledge that you have. I also found it interesting that most of the inventions, most of the uh, opportunities that were out there are a matter of, you know, this is a fiction book, but what he's talking about is absolutely true. It's a matter of timing. Who came up with it and was the time right for that particular invention to, to be brought to market? As you think of any of the things that are amazing, it's the timing. Often I will speak about what I call the great convergence, and that is exactly what's happening here. The great convergence is you are in the right place at the right time for everything to come together in order to have success in a particular field, whatever it may be. Where I came up with the great convergence is through running. Running every day gives you the opportunity to, <laughs> let's say, run at a whole bunch of different times. A lot of times, my the, the runs that I do will be early, early in the morning. And early, early in the morning, and I'm talking like 3 or 4 a.m., usually around 4 a.m., uh, I'll be out on a run, and there will be no one on the streets, absolutely no one. And then I'll come to, a say, an intersection. And where no one was before, all of a sudden, there'll be two cars and another jogger. From, from nowhere. They were nowhere to be found. And then all of a sudden, there they are. And as I cross the intersection, go about my run, all of a sudden, everyone's gone again. This is the great convergence. And let me tell you why it's important. If I were not on the run, I never would have had the great convergence happen. This is why you streak. It's about the timing. If you are streaking, you're doing something consistently every single day, the likelihood that you will have a great convergence in your life in any particular area goes up 
exponentially. So the idea is to get on the streak so that when the time is right, you're there with the product, the service, the, the knowledge, the information, what you need, and what you realize is what you thought was mundane is now genius. That's what a lot of the geniuses did that were out there, taking nothing away from them. There are a lot of geniuses at the same time. And now the time was right and the great convergence happened. That's what you're looking for, aiming for, and shooting for. Keep streaking.